I would like to thank the elders for the opportunity speaking here this morning. It is uh, always an honor to get to preach before your church family. You know, we as Christians, sometimes we need to take the time to look around us and to realize and be reminded of who we are and who we are not. We need to look around at what is happening in this world in which we live in today, even within our very home communities. We see God, the Bible, morality is missing for most of the people's lives that we know. Being honorable, being ethical, being virtuous now has no place in the society in which we live. Biblically speaking, nothing is as it should be. And all of this makes it hard, makes it difficult for us as Christians to live as we should be living today. Society says that sin is okay. Society says that each person decides what they want to do. Society says that we as Christians have no right, we have no place to offer a word of correction. Society says that whatever is right is what we think is right. Whatever is wrong is what we think is wrong. Society looks at the murder of unborn children and calls it freedom of choice. We have mothers marching, demanding their right, flocking to Capitol Hill and demanding the right to murder their own babies. Society and the Supreme Court has redefined what marriage is. Even within our churches, we see calls for a redefinition of scriptural marriage and same-sex marriage. Worship has changed in our churches. It's no longer God-centered we want it man-centered. We recall the words of the great prophet Isaiah as he looked at the evils and the wickedness of his day. And he denounced that world that he lived in with these words in Isaiah the fifth chapter and in verse 20. He said, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Sounds a whole lot familiar about the days that we live in as well. Yet for us as Christians, no matter how wicked, no matter how evil the world is, the Bible says that we as children of God can be and should be able to live correctly in this world. 
Too often we fail in our responsibilities. Our responsibility not just to God, but our responsibility to man as well. Many years ago, Martin Luther King Jr., as he was addressing the the, the evils and the problems of his day, in a speech he had these words. He said, history will have to record that the greatest tragedy of this period of social transition was not the vitriolic words of, and violent actions of bad people, but the appalling silence and the indifference of the good people. Our generation will have to repent not only for the words and the acts of the children of darkness, but also for the fears and the apathy of the children of light. How often do we fail? Do we fail as Christians to voice our disapproval of what is going on within the world? How often do we look the other way? How often do we dismiss it, say, well, that's not my concern. And all the while, the evil just keeps growing. This morning, as Dr. King termed us, children of light, let us look at Proverbs again, as Marty read, the third chapter, verses 5 and 6, and gather the encouragement that we need as God's children to live correctly, rightly, responsibly, the way God would direct us in this world today. We remember that Solomon was to be king. God appeared to Solomon in a dream and asked him, what would you that I give you? Now, he didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask for power. He asked for understanding and wisdom that he might judge this great people God was so pleased with his answer that he gave him wisdom, but as well he gave him wealth and power. Years later, Solomon wanted to pass on some of his wisdom to his son. The book of Proverbs is some of that wisdom, and I encourage you to read that as often as you can. You will benefit and you will gain from it. We just have a few words this morning to look at. Verses 5 and 6, 3rd chapter of Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. Now let's break down and look what Solomon is telling us here. Through inspiration, leaving us this wisdom this morning. First, Solomon says that we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. You know, in the course of our lives, each one of us are going to trust many people. We're going to place our trust in many things. We're going to trust family. We're going to trust friends. We're going to trust our church family. Some will even trust government. Some will trust political parties. 
Some would trust their employer or their employees. But as we live longer and we learn through experience, we're going to find out one thing. Man will let us down. People will do that. And after a time of being let down, we become skeptical. We become hesitant to believe, to trust. And the more dishonesty we see, the more lies that we hear, we become even more doubtful. Oh, we want to believe. We want to trust. But we've just been burned so many times by man. But Solomon says that's not going to happen with God. Solomon says that you can put your trust in God. That we should place our trust in God. And not just partly, but fully, wholly, completely put our trust in God. Solomon says to trust Him with your whole heart. Now at that time, the the heart was considered the, the, the center of the mind, the body, the emotions. So Psalm is saying, trust God with all that you are. Trust God with all that you have. And Solomon says, trust Him with your thoughts, your feelings, your decisions, your everything, everything that you do, your mind and your body, totally given unto God. Solomon says that's where we should be placing our trust. Then he warns us where we should not be placing our trust. He says, don't place it in yourselves. His words, lean not on your own understanding. Now, to to lean on something is to, to put your weight on something, to use something for support. You know, just just a few Weeks ago, we saw Amy going up and down the church here. She was on crutches. Did you notice what she was doing on those crutches? She was leaning on them. She was putting her weight on them. She was counting on them for support. She trusted them to hold her up. Solomon says, we can't lean on. We can't trust. We can't count on the support of our own wisdom, of our own understanding. But most of us do exactly that. Most of us believe in ourselves, don't we? We figure that we know our abilities and that we can figure it out on our own. Well, we know we don't even need the directions. We can put it together. We got this. Until we don't. And when it comes to spiritual matters, Solomon would tell us in Proverbs the 14th chapter, in verse 12, there is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. We think we know what is right for us. We think we know what is best for ourselves. Well, who knows me better than me, right? Man so often 
leans upon his own wisdom, his own understanding. Solomon says, don't do that. Now, Solomon says to trust in God. Now, trusting in God is simply admitting that he is wiser than we are. Now, you would think that would be a no-brainer, wouldn't you? But man so often thinks that his opinion, his thoughts, his ideas, his ways are just as good as God's, if not better. Now, God's Word can be clear, loud, simple to understand on any given matter. And yet you'll hear man say, Well, I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Really? Everyone entitled to their own opinion in spiritual matters. Really? If that was the case, we just open the doors to anything and everything. But sadly, we see that man is doing exactly that. When the world and even some in the church look at Christianity today, you hear what they're saying? They're saying, well, I think we need to be more tolerant of all the world's religions. Man says, well, I think we need to accept same-sex marriage. I think... We make too big deal of immersion in water for baptism. I think we need to allow instrumental music. I think we need to move the church from the first century to the 21st century. We need to put women in leadership roles. Man's thoughts. Man's ways. Man's ideas. Man's opinions. And every one of those start with the same two very dangerous words. I think. We make mistakes when we start believing in ourselves and the way that we think. We need to be honest with ourselves. And we need to admit to ourselves that we're not always as bright as we think we are. We're human. Do we really want to gamble with our soul? Do we really want to gamble with our eternity by leaning on our own wisdom, by leaning on our own understanding? For me... In those rare moments of absolute and perfect clarity that I have, I realize that on most mornings I barely have enough sense to know how to put my keys in the ignition to start my truck. And I will tell you one on me. A few weeks ago, I was getting ready to go somewhere, I was going to brush my teeth. And I got distracted, got thinking about something else, and I reached for the toothpaste. 
close to the toothpaste was a tube of aspirin <laughs> that I've been putting on some soreness. Can you guess which one I put on my toothbrush and brush my teeth with? I noticed at the time, boy, this tastes flat. It doesn't have that same zip to it that toothpaste normally does. Well, after spending quite a while on the telephone to the poison hotline at Vanderbilt Hospital, I was told I would probably be all right. Trust in our own thinking? Trust in ourselves? Friends, we need to see ourselves as we really are. We need to admit the truth. We need God. We need to turn to Him. We need to lean on Him for support. Place our weight upon Him and not upon our own wisdom and our own understanding. Notice what Solomon says in verse 6. He said, acknowledge God and he will make your path straight. Now that word acknowledge has that same root word as the word know. And that's the same word that you'll read in the Bible where Adam knew his wife or a man knows his wife. It is more than knowing about God. It's having a close, intimate relationship with God. When Solomon says, acknowledge God, he's talking about that close, intimate relationship. He's telling us, in all that we do, we're supposed to have this experience, this closeness, this intimacy of knowledge with God. And that will allow God to have direction. In our lives. This closeness keeps God on our mind. It keeps God in our hearts. And if we do this, Solomon says that it comes with a blessing. Now, Solomon does not promise us that we're going to be wealthy. Solomon does not promise us that we're going to have constant pleasure. Solomon does not promise us that we're going to be healthy. But look what he does say. He said, God will direct our path. Now that word direct, it means straight. It means make smooth. It means agreeable. It means right. So God is saying here, when we have that deep, intimate relationship with him, when we lean on Him as we should, then He will be with us and He will make our paths smooth. He will navigate us through life. I don't know about you, but I freely admit I need God to help me navigate through this life. I'm directionally challenged as it is. I need spiritual help. From my creator. God gives us that promise. You know Jesus told us. About walking on that straight and narrow. He said there are two ways. 
the broad way that most people go by leads to destruction. He said, the way we should be walking on is the straight and the narrow way. And few there be that find it. That straight and narrow path is not an easy path. But it is the only one that will lead home to God. Each of us this morning need to look at ourselves. Take an honest, clear, clean look. And ask ourselves, are we trusting God as we should? Don't dismiss that thought. Take a moment and let it sit on your mind. Are we trusting God as we should? In our homes, at work, at school. Are we trusting God? with the decisions we're going to make every day. Decisions about our work and decisions about family, careers, finances, relationships. Are we letting God have direction in those areas of our life? Are we fully, truly, completely invested in Him? Giving God our all? Or are we holding something back? Solomon says we have to be all in. Are we? This morning, as you look at your life, if you need to respond to the gospel call, in obedience, having decided to give your life to Christ through baptism, or by returning to Him as your first love through restoration, If you need to respond to the gospel message, won't you come as we stand and sing?